Apart from your personal allowance of $84,000, which every Trimbegonian is entitled to, there are several other ways you can reduce your taxable income and eventually your tax liability. Today we'll talk about contributions and tertiary education expenses. Welcome to the Infinity Talk Podcast, where we have endless discussions about money, taxes, and small business finances. I am your host, Cheryl Thomas, and I specialize in accounting, bookkeeping, and finances. Every week, my goal is to provide you with financial insights, useful tips, and resources that individuals and businesses like yourself can use to manage your finances and grow your business. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Let's get started. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode in our tax series. Today we'll be talking about two of the most common type of tax deductions that you'll see most people utilizing in Trinidad and Tobago, which is contributions and tertiary education expenses. So let's start with contributions. Now, when we talk about contributions, we are usually referring to three different types of contributions. Contributions to pension funds and schemes, contributions to deferred annuities, and NIS contributions for the year. So let's talk about NIS contributions. With NIS contributions, 70% of your total payments made during the year are allowed for tax deductions. So if you paid $1,000 in NIS for the year, $700 will qualify for tax deductions. Now, your TD4 slip will have your total NIS contributions for the year. And with the current e-tax system that we have, this amount is usually automatically deducted once you upload your TD4 slip. So you don't need to worry about going to NIS or getting any specific documents as it relates to claiming NIS deductions. Once you upload the TD4 slip, the e-tax system will calculate this for you. With pension contributions and deferred annuities, any contributions that you make can qualify for a deduction once the pension fund or scheme has been approved by the Board of Inland Revenue. I'll say this one more time. The pension fund or deferred annuity that you are contributing to must be approved by the Board of Inland Revenue. So before registering with any pension fund or deferred annuity scheme ensure that it is in fact registered with BIR, especially if you want to use these contributions as a deduction on your tax returns. Any contributions that you make will qualify as a deduction. So whether it's an individual pension fund, meaning that you are responsible for your own retirement plan, or you make contributions with your employer so some employers have pension funds for their employees. The employee will pay a certain percentage and the employer will also pay a certain percentage to an approved provider. No matter the case, it all qualifies as a deduction. So how do you claim these pension contributions or contributions to deferred annuities as a tax deduction? This is simple. All you will need is a statement from your financial institution or your insurance provider detailing the total contributions that you made during the tax year. Usually most insurance agencies send it in the mail, but if not, you can always request it. 
For those of you who contribute to a pension plan through your company, your portion of the contributions is usually recorded on the TD4 slip. So you wouldn't need to send a statement. However, if it's not recorded on the TD4 slips and you know that you have been contributing with your employer to an approved plan, then you can just request that your employer give you some kind of a stamped document or statement detailing your portion of your contributions for the year. Now, very important thing to note is that your total contributions to NIS and your pension providers is limited to $50,000. So you can't claim more than $50,000 worth of pension contributions, deferred annuity contributions, or NIS payments for the year. The sum of these three must be less than $50,000. The second deduction that we want to talk about is tertiary education expenses. You can claim up to $72,000 in tertiary education expenses made to an overseas institution. And you can make this claim on behalf of yourself, a child or a dependent, or even your spouse. So it can come in very handy, especially if you are financing college education for a child studying overseas, or even if you are financing your own educational course at an overseas institution. Personally, this is a deduction that I utilized while I was working and studying for my ACCA exams and I was always grateful for it because these exam fees and the materials and courses are very pricey. So I was able to use this as a deduction throughout the years that I was studying for my ACCA exams. So what expenses can you claim for? You can claim for any tuition-related expenses such as exam fees, subscription fees, books, accommodation, anything to do with overseas study, you can make a claim for it. Now, to claim tertiary education expenses as a deduction on your tax return, there are a few documents you must submit when filing. The first one is an acceptance letter or any other letter from the institution just simply stating that you are a current student, your program of study and any other information regarding the length of your program. Most universities and colleges will be able to provide you with this. Of course, if you want to make a request for a document like this, you would need to do it in a timely manner to ensure that you don't miss any tax deadlines. The second thing and the most important things you need to have is proof of payments. So all bills and receipts from your tuition providers, your landlords, if you purchased any textbooks or any expense you incurred as a part of your study abroad, it's important to have these on hand. So throughout the year, remember to keep these documents, these bills and receipts safe I'll advise you to scan or copy them as some bills tend to fade over time. The final thing you need to have or to submit with a claim for tissue education expenses is a statement of expenditure, right? So this is just a summary of everything that you would have spent during the year. When preparing the statement, ensure that every expense you list has the supporting receipts and bills. Avoid listing any expenses that you don't have any proof or any bills or receipts for. You can prepare this statement very quickly and easily in a program like Microsoft Word or Excel and have it ready to submit with your other documents. 
Try your best not to omit any of these required documents when filing for tertiary education expenses as it can cause a serious delay in the processing of your tax return. So make sure that you have everything before filing, especially with the e-tax system. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I hope that you were really able to understand how to utilize your pension or annuity contributions and your tissue education expenses to reduce your taxable income and possibly get a tax refund. Remember, if you find the information useful, share it with at least one other person who you think can benefit from the information that I share here today. Before you go, stay tuned for today's Infinity Gems. Okay, guys, I have two gems for you today in the form of some good advice that I think would really benefit you. First thing, start thinking about saving for retirement now. Trust me, apart from the tax advantages they provide, the compound interest effect will significantly increase the value of your retirement savings over time. Trust me, the younger you start, the better. Compound interest is a friend to youth. A second thing I'll advise you to do is, if you are paying NIS, conduct regular checks with NIS to ensure your contributions are up to date. Especially if you're leaving your current job to start a new one, make sure that your employer has paid all your NIS contributions before you leave that job. I have heard many horror stories of employers not paying NIS, especially with the COVID-19 relief grants from the government. You know, in order to get these grants, you had to submit proof of your contributions. And when some person checked or requested their contribution statements, there was none. So they couldn't qualify for the relief grants. So request your contribution statements from time to time just to ensure that you are up to date with all your payments. You can now request a contribution statement online from the NIS. I'll leave a link in the description notes to the NIS website as to where you can get this done. That's it for today guys. Until next time. Thanks for taking the time to join us on this episode of the Infinity Talk podcast. I hope that I was able to leave you with gems that can help you to improve your personal or small business finances. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. All episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered as professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please contact your chartered accountant or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I look forward to having you on the podcast next week. Until then, continue to walk in your purpose, dream big, and live the life you've always imagined.